are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, winter, spring, and fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, thug life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How you doing today? Uh, I've been very, very, very busy. Mm, I get it. I've got, I've got five kids. I mean, and no one told you to do that, you know? No, God did. It just happened that way. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if he vi- he. He said, "Be fruitful, multiply." That's he what did. we did. He did. We were listening. Okay. Well, and, either uh, way, this is the situation you're in. So I've got five kids, and mm-hmm. we've got activities out the wazoo. There are every night. There's a minimum two or three activities happening, and I'm very tired. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But you know, pretty soon the miserable little brats will be out of your house <laughs> and uh, off to college or work in a factory or yeah. you know whatever whatever i don't know they do go to the army yeah you know become I, a pirate i don't know still do something i think I, i'm hoping one of my kids becomes a pirate if that's the dream obviously when you have kids you hope yeah. that one of them becomes a pirate but yeah i mean chances are not great but yeah. you can hope well i uh fulfilled one dream what's that uh my daughter is now an employee at little caesar's so congratulations, Estelle. She I mean, starts work tomorrow. That's uh, I told her you you told me that before the show, and yeah. uh, I told her it is not going to take her long to climb to the top <laughs> of that organization. I've seen their inner workings, and I'm not impressed. So, but I will say, yeah. First of all, first of all, Little Caesars five dollar pizza. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's not. Your Papa John's, it's not Donato's, it's not Listen, your artisanal pizza place. Dollar for dollar, pound for pound. Dollar for dollar, pound for pound. It's as good as it it's gets. It's as good as it gets. Yeah. Now, you give me the Little Caesars Thin Crust, mm. pepperoni, leave me alone, I'm going to take care of that. <laughs> I'm going to be just fine. It's pr- actually it's pretty good. totally underrated. Yeah, I agree. Crazy greasy. It is. Yeah. Well, un- that's what makes it good. It's crazy greasy. Yeah. I like their deep dish too. I've not had the deep dish. Pretty good. I like the thin crust. I've not had it in quite a while. Have you had the Ita- Italian cheese bread? I no. <laughs> I've had their garlic bread, the Little mm-hmm. Caesars garlic bread, the with the you know garlic on it. Yeah, and... that's Italian cheese bread. Okay, yeah, I've that's had that. That's what they call it. I don't know what they call it. I just I don't know. It's the Little Caesars bread. Well, they have bread. What's crazy bread? They have crazy. Oh, that's bread. what I've had. Yeah, those are just like breadsticks with garlicky kind yeah. of a seasoning on them. I've had so, crazy bread. I don't know if I'm allowed to say how much she gets a deal for. Oh, really? But let's just say it's half of a dollar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the crazy bread. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. It's some... I can't confirm that. So, no. I mean, nobody hold me to it. But I think it's a crazy good deal, personally. I told her, bring home 10 every night. Why not? I, don't, I can't see reason not to. <laughs> We're all going to be 300 pounds. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of 300 pounds, Jason... I was doing a little bit of research. I've been very healthy. I've lost about 10 pounds. Mm. I'm feeling very good. I've been fasting, eating keto, drinking water, uh, walking 10,000 steps. I mean, I'm doing all the things. It's been about a month that I've been making good decisions, and I'm down about 10 pounds. I mean, I'm down like eight pounds or whatever since I weighed myself first, but I took a while to weigh myself because I was nervous. So I am quite sure that I'm, I'm probably lost about 10 pounds. So I was doing a little bit of research today, and Jason, I will be overweight, according to the internet. The World Health Organization. I I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I will be considered overweight once I lose 30 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. As it stands now... Google, yeah. Yeah. all of these websites consider me obese. Yeah, and so you are. Yeah. I'm five foot ten. Mm-hmm. I weigh two hundred and thirty eight pounds, 
At first, I typed in 138 on accident, and it said, you're normal. I was like, hey, that's great. I'm yeah. doing okay, you know? And then I was like, wait a minute, that's 138. So <laughs> Let me add a hundo. <laughs> <laughs> let, me just, let me just add a link, uh, Lincoln. <laughs> uh, Benjamin. Yeah. Let me just add a Benjamin onto that. And uh, anyway. Uh, you went from normal to obese. Obese is yeah. what they have me at. Now, am I overweight? Yeah. Sure. I feel like they should come up with something in between overweight okay, and so obese. I feel like there's a tier that they're missing. Yeah. Because. Chunky. <laughs> so you're sure. overweight. And now you're chunky. Uh huh. And, and now you're, you're obese. just obese. Yeah. I'm okay with that. And I would say that I'm chunky. Yeah, you're you know? chunky. <laughs> <laughs> well, but according to the internet, I'm you know obese. why? It's because and um, I'll be obese until I lose thirty more pounds from then, where I'm at now. And then you'll be on the upper end of heavy. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just be heavy. I feel like normal. Yeah. Overweight. Heavy. Oh, okay. And then. Obese. Obese. I like he- heavy is a good in between. Versus overweight. chunky? Yeah. I over- kind of like the chunky. Overweight's like, okay, you should be at 183, 185. You're just overweight. And you're just, you're at 190 something. You're overweight. You weigh yeah. more than you, you need to, right. you know? And then I think you get to heavy. Like, like yeah, you're kind of heavy. Yeah. And you're heavy. You're you know? heavy. All right. And I'm heavy, okay? Technically, um, you're and, obese. And I feel like five yeah. foot 10, I feel like obese <laughs> should be like 260. You know what the next level is? What's morbidly morbidly obese, obese. which is like death. I guess you could die at any moment. You're just so fat you could die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the and then the the last level is the um, Walmart scooter. That's (laughs) (laughs) so you've got underweight. Yeah. And then average Uh good weight. Yeah. And then overweight. And then heavy. Yeah. And then or obese. Obese. Then morbidly obese. And then Walmart scooter. And then Walmart scooter. You know, and I, I'm proud to say I've never been at the Walmart scooter level. Yeah. So I feel good about it. So that. I was just at my son Gus's baseball practice mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking out over the field. There's about 12 kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the best illustration visually that I could I could give you just mm-hmm. by looking at the kids on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like NES ice hockey. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I know what you mean, but you're gonna have the, to explain the to some people. The original Nintendo Entertainment System. The original Nintendo. Everybody looked back then. Yeah. Every character to everything looked a little bit like Mario. Yeah. Because yeah. they were all working off of the same stuff. But in ice hockey specifically, mm-hmm. you had a choice between three characters. There were th- you, there were four players on each team or five. Four. There were four players. Well, on four each and team. a goalie. Four and a goalie. Yeah. So it's four on four hockey with a goalie. And you got to choose the country. There was Sweden, Canada, Russia, USA, Canada, uh, USA. And that was. I feel like maybe, maybe Germany Czech, or something. Germany, I think Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you could pick your country, but it didn't matter. All the countries were the same. Yeah. And now it once just you picked changed your the country, color of your jersey. That's all it did. Yeah. And then once you picked your country, then you could pick your lineup. Your lineup. Your four guys. Right. Which you had three to choose from. <laughs> right. Which was fat guy. Fat guy. Skinny guy. Skinny guy. And medium guy. Medium guy. So fat guy could crush the puck. Yes. Like he could he could hit it so hard. And skinny guy was fast. And skinny guy was super fast. And right. medium guy was a little bit of both. Yeah. So what so is... So on Gus's team, uh-huh. of the 12, mm-hmm. there's five fat guys, uh-huh. five skinny guys, yeah. and two medium guys. Is Gus a medium? He's a medium. I got Gus at a medium. Yeah. He's not skinny. He's not fat. Mm-mm. He's a medium guy. And he performs in the medium range. Yeah, he's got he's, an, a, a, not as much power as the fat kids. Yeah. Not as much speed as the skinny kids. Yeah, he's but medium. He's got it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I would have a whole team, four mediums. That might be a good lineup. But the problem is if you get in a fight with a fat guy, oh, you he lose just every time. murders you. Yeah. So I liked one fat guy, one skinny guy, two medium guys. That yeah. was my lineup. Maybe two skinny guys. I like two fat and two skinny. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do four fat. No, you would get yeah. murdered. You, they would just <laughs> the speed. skate around you. Although, if if four fat went up against four skinny, I like four ju- skinny because you're just never going to catch the guy, the skinny guys. Yeah, but you never they have just power. Do circles around you. You, yeah, you get knocked and, over once and you're out. You go, and, your, your guy yeah. goes red and you mm-hmm. go off to the corner. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's interesting. It's funny just watching because they're all the same age. They're all yeah. nine, 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And there's not any difference among any of them except. Mm-hmm. Bunch of fat it's kids. Funny about like bunch nine, of skinny kids, ten, and then medium, eleven-year-old kids. kids is there's the 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 ten-year-old fat kid. Yeah, believes that he is strong. Oh yeah, he's not stronger no. than the other kids. No, but he just 
it's like all he's got. And so he just walks around like he's strong or yeah. you know, like he's going to hit the ball hard. He's not stronger no. than any of the other kids. A lot of times, well, I think of, the current day fat kid. Yeah. Now, maybe the fat kid when we were younger was a little bit stronger. I agree. But the current day fat kid, the reason you're so fat is because you just sit around and play Fortnite all day. Eating cheesy bread. And so you just, you have no yeah. muscles and you're just sitting there doing this all day, right? Yeah. You're not, you're weak. You're yes. absolutely weak. The skinny kids are stronger than you because they're out doing stuff. Right. Now, back when we were kids, everybody was pretty active and you'd have fat kids that I don't know what their deal was. I don't know if it was genetic or whatever, yeah. but they were still pretty active. But and there weren't were as many of them. No. Like on our baseball oh, teams, goodness. there was three fat kids. Yeah, three fat kids. <laughs> third base, first base, uh-huh. and, and then, then a sub, a, a random sub. Yeah, our third baseman was a fat kid, and he well, he could crush. He was well, strong. First he, of all, he was strong. He, he had two phenomenal things about him. One, if he got a hold of the ball, yes, it was gone. He would yes. crush it. Yes, if if he and he swung for the fences every time. Yes. And then the other thing is, in the field, playing third base, if it was within his range, he would catch it and throw the guy out every time. Yeah. Now, he, he wouldn't take move. a step. No. Yeah, if it was, if he had to move one step to the left or right or to catch a fly ball. He would slap the glove, mm-hmm. slap the arm, and throw it flat-footed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flat, he never moved his feet never the whole time. Never moved his feet. Just, you know what I mean, and just throw it. <laughs> and he was great at that. Hot corner. He didn't have a lot of, he wasn't doing your Brooks Robinson, you no. know, Chasing it down, Mike Schmidt. Ozzy kind Smith of doing thing. backflips. No, there's none of that. Yeah. But if it came to him, he was more of a Ken Caminiti kind of guy. Yeah, I can I see think. that. Yeah. yeah. So, I wonder if he's taking steroids. Um, I mean, I, it was the I don't time, know. the day and age. Maybe. It was in the 80s. He, maybe. I don't know. He was a big kid. He was a big kid. Yeah. He was a big kid. But uh, yeah, I feel like I, I look around today and it's almost like there are more fat people than there are not. Oh, 100%. Right. I yeah. I believe that mm-hmm. in America, yeah, America, yeah. obviously, land of the free, home <laughs> of the donut. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. That checks out. Well, if I can lose thirty pounds, I'll be overweight, and, and I'm pretty it, excited about. And that. then you have to lose another thirty to be normal. Mm-hmm. So you got to lose sixty pounds to get normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be I'll be considered normal. See, so I was gonna say this earlier. The reason pounds. why. That's figured the way it is. It's uh-huh. the World Health Organization. They yeah. average in like Chinese people that are like tiny. Yeah. Like their frame, Japanese. Yeah. Their frame is smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know? have a I have a Welsh kind of Nordic. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, kind can, of you can stick stuff. with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. German. Sure. German. Yeah. They're stocky. Stocky. Hefty. <laughs> it's between heavy and or- obese. Yeah. Husky. Husky. Yeah. There's a there's a clothing section. Well, listen, in the wintertime, you want a little husk. I was at JC Penney a couple years ago yeah. and uh I I was we were, I was looking for some pants and uh I'm also <laughs> here's the other thing about me that people might not know because if you just watch the show, yeah. you don't I've I've disproportionate proportionately short legs. Yeah. I've very short legs. Yeah. So um I'm looking for my size, you know. And uh, and I found this whole rack. I'm like, this is me. This is this is perfect. This is me. And I look up, and there was a big sign above that said Husky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I started to rethink my life. <laughs> husky Boys. Husky Boys. I mean, you're just a isn't husky that boy. so demeaning? Like yeah. I'm an adult, so whatever. But like for a kid. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, let's go to the husky right, boy section. Francis, we're just gonna have to go to the husky boy. That's a section. great fat kid name. Francis is a great fat kid name. Yeah, Augustus is the classic because yeah. Augustus Glump. Right, but uh, Francis is a good. I picture kid Francis name. from Pee Wee Herman. Is, yeah, is that what it was? That's probably where it came from in the yeah. recesses of my brain. It's another good fat kid name. Um, now this is hard. <laughs> well, I know the, we don't want to get personal. <laughs> Another good. I mean, Francis is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, Chuck. Uh maybe. I mean, Chuck is a. When's the last time you saw a kid named Chuck? I don't. That's, that's true. Kids aren't named Chuck anymore. By the way, if you're having kids nowadays and you have a boy, name him Chuck. That's a solid name. That is well, a Chuck solid Norris? name. Are you kidding me, Chuck Norris? <laughs> 
I, I would have named three of my kids you Chuck. You can name him Charles. Yeah. So if he wants to go by Charles or whatever, but Chuck. Yeah. I mean, if I met a, like a five-year-old kid named Chuck, I'd be like, this is, yeah, right? Yeah. Chuck is cool. Chuck is cool. People well, should do that. And, and so that's one of my kids. His name is Augustus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nicknamed Gus. Yeah. Gus is a cool name, Gus too. is a cool name. Yeah. Gus is a definitely cool name. Yeah. Um, Great nickname. As far as other fat kid names, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I can't. Francis was the only one that came to my mind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There, the the list of women fat names would be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Um... I mean, you're gonna get in trouble, you know. Yeah, I I, I regret even mentioning yeah. the idea of it. Um, okay, so do you have other stuff? Um, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I've got a whole list of things, but well, along the the weight loss, I've, I'm taking, uh, I'm doing everything possible to lose weight. Yeah. So I've uh, been doing a colon cleanse all oh, week. That's fun. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's if uh, you go to Raisin Rack, I got it from. They have a super colon blow. <laughs> I it's got gr- mine good stuff. from a friend of ours who yeah. she sells uh, Young Living stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and and it's some kind of colon cleanser. Yeah. And uh, she and she told me when she gave it to me, she goes, "Now during the week, I'm supposed to take this thing all week long. Don't trust any of your farts." That's what she told me. <laughs> that was the advice. And I said, "I rarely do, but thank you." And I f- first day, I was like, "I'm fine. It's yeah. no big deal." Second day, I was like. I don't know. Maybe I woke up this morning. I was like, "It is working." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm on a colon cleanse. I, I so do. I'm just trying to clean out the whole. No, I'm system, with you. I'm you know? with you. Mm-hmm. I do suggest a super colon blow at Razorback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the name, super colon blow. I mean, it works. Yeah, it's great stuff. Right now, I used to do that about once a month. While we do the episode, I'm always thinking, kind of in the back of my head, what the name of the episode should be. Super colon blow. It's right now. It's a dead heat between Husky Boys and Super Colon Blow. I can't decide. They're both really good. Let's we'll see if it pops up again. Okay. You know. Right. So um, Estelle had a question on the way over, and she started phrasing it, and I'm like, "Hold it." Save it for the show. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. Estelle, do you want to talk into the microphone? Talk into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't say move the microphone. Just speak into it. Sorry. <laughs> um, how long do you think is appropriate for like the time to text somebody? Like somebody texts you, do you wait like two or three minutes, or oh, like respond you don't immediately? like you don't want to text back immediately and look like a weirdo? Yeah. Mm. Well, I think there's a lot of factors at play. Is this um? Uh, a young gentleman that's come calling is that is this <laughs> is I it come that? to call upon your daughter <laughs> you what <laughs> come again i mean there's a lot of factors yeah. i mean if it's uh if you're texting michaela my daughter yeah it texts right back it's not that big of a deal you yeah. know your parents you text them back immediately 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 yeah i mean i should get a reply for you before i even pl- press send. unless you're driving well, obviously, unless you're driving. Well, you get, I mean, obviously. Well, That's when not you're driving, I want your thing on. So anyway, so the, the parents, but now like you get out of that family zone. Yeah. Um, I've, I've waited. This is a good question because I've waited before. I've gotten a text and started to reply and thought, nah, I should, I don't want to be like a weirdo. Like I'm just waiting for your text. Yeah. So I feel like depending on how well you know the person, 30 to 90 seconds that's is, pretty quick. Is what you should give. I it. think that's pretty quick. I don't think. I mean, you could wait longer than that. You know. Yeah. But um, I, I would say you know. But I also think it's good to be courteous and to uh, give people um, that respect. Yeah. What do you think? Well, once again, there there are multiple factors here. Well, yeah. A lot of times in the notification, you can see like the first sentence mm-hmm. of what they're texting you. Yeah. So sometimes. If it's interesting, I see. I see. I, I will see. go ahead and read it, and because te- sometimes they they know if you read your message. I have my thing turned off. I need to figure out how to do that. Well, they asked me when I set up my phone, and I was like, "Yes, I don't want people to know whether I've read my, their text or well, not." Well, so it works that way on Facebook Messenger too. Yeah, Messenger though it does. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I don't know so how to fix that. I, I wish you could, but it, it pops up and it says like the first sentence. And mm-hmm. there's been many, many people mm-hmm. who have sent me a message. Yeah. And I read it. I saw who it's from, and I read the first sentence. I'm like, mm. I'm not even going to open it. <laughs> like, I don't even want to this open it. This is tomorrow's problem. Mm-hmm. This is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? What you can put off till tomorrow. I've lived my life that way. 
and uh, and look where I am, <laughs> a husky boy, husky boy. So yeah, multiple factors. I I tend to do it just as soon as possible. Like when I read it, I text. I think now, it's courteous. Having said that, like today, um, I had my phone. Um, so at, at my job, you're not supposed to have your phone. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's in my pocket. Today, I purposefully put it in the van. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pull it out until, like a lot of times I'll look at it at break or lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Today, I didn't look at it at all. Mm-hmm. So I get in my van at the end of work and I look at it. I had like 18 messages from yeah. lots of different people. Mm-hmm. So that's like overwhelming for me. Yeah. yeah. Like to do it as they come. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's like you're on top of it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's an element of as people are texting, you just reply. Yeah. Cause I've like, I'm text from coaches and parents and all stuff about graduate. Her, she's graduating this weekend. I mean, I've just all sorts of things. I'm like, I don't want to go through all these, mm-hmm. but if you caught them as they came, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. So I, I just text immediately. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to wait. Well, I think the gentleman caller situation, though, is a different thing. You don't look like a weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Kirichwa. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. All right. You want to do the Netflix suggestion of the week? Is it super colon blow? I mean, it's good stuff. <laughs> it makes me nervous. I feel like I, Netflix, I would only do that if I knew I was going to be on vacation. But I still don't want to spend. Netflix, <laughs> I still don't want to spend my vacation on the toilet. That, to me, in some ways, that'd be the best vacation. Netflix, Sorry, kids. Because of being, yeah, got the super because yeah. <laughs> I get nervous then about going out. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe Amazon Prime or something like that, like YouTube. Like, what's the bathroom situation at Stella's graduation? You watch, you know, so Harding High School. You never know. It's in the school. No, 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 no. Football field. Football field. This, so. yeah. I mean, there's going to be a couple times where I get up. <laughs> you could wear a diaper. <laughs> I could wear a diaper. <laughs> All right. Jason, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? My Netflix. Don't you look at me like that? Okay. My Netflix suggestion of the week is by a person who <laughs> I disliked for majority of my adult life. Oh, okay. Until very recently. Now, wait a minute. Can I guess who it is? Yeah. Bill Maher. No. Oh okay. no. Sorry. I I still don't like him. Okay. So this guy, he's he's turning a little bit. Okay. The way I view him. Okay. Michael Moore. Oh jeez. Now listen, I think my whole life I thought he was a crackpot. Okay. I find myself tending to agree with him on a few things. Okay. And I think he's so far left and <laughs> I'm so far right that we've kind of like circled back around sure. in some areas. Yeah. They uh-huh. kind of overlap. Well, I that feel like Bill diagram, Maher's doing some of that too, actually. He is. Yeah. Well, I think the the extreme wackos on the left uh-huh. are exposing themselves. Yeah. And a lot of people's like, wait a second, I don't this yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. Right. Those people are crazy. Now I will say, not all Democrats are crazy. There is a legit reason to be a Democrat. I believe in social programming. I believe in strong, you know, healthy environment. All I, these other things. I'm still waiting for the legitimate reasons. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I don't hate all Democrats. <laughs> good. That's good. Okay. Uh huh. But the far, far left, those people are crazy. Yes. They're mm-hmm. unreasonable. Unreasonable. And so Michael Moore did this. Um, he was the producer on this, and, and another guy worked with him to to put it together. It's called Planet of the Humans. Okay. So you can watch it on YouTube. You can also watch it on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And originally, it was banned like on all platforms when he released it. Hmm. Nobody wanted anything to do with it. Hmm. Which that's a good sign. That's a, yeah, it's a very good sign. As a documentary guy, mm-hmm. that's what you want because yeah. you know that you've hit some buttons, right? And so uh, the whole premise of the documentary is green energy. Yeah, is a scam. Really, 
I mean, I know that it's a scam. I know. But um and he, I'm surprised that he's saying this. It's it's big time. It's worse than whatever you whatever you think it is, it's worse than Prager all of that. U has done some good things about this. I mean, they I've watched a lot of their stuff. They've got some good information about the, it. The cost to do all of the equipment itself it's is ridiculous. outrageous. Mm-hmm. And it has a limited lifespan. It's like ridiculous. ten years or something. Mm-hmm. They spend millions of dollars for a ten year project that mm-hmm. they have to replace. Isn't didn't the, Joe Biden just say was it Joe Biden? Who was it that just said? Because people were complaining about yeah. uh, gas prices, and he said if you had gotten an electric car, uh-huh. then you wouldn't have this problem. I didn't hear that, but that angers me. So, like, <laughs> what an the, idiot! The battery technology is horrible. Yes, yeah, no, 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 and and really not good for the environment. Th- that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. everything mm-hmm. about it. It's not green at all. No, no, it's it's quite the opposite. And all of these windmills mm-hmm. and solar, <laughs> it's. It's it's a scam. I know, and Mm -hmm. it costs more electricity Mm -hmm. to run it. I know than it does Mm -hmm. not to, and the upkeep, and then the stuff that you have to replace on it. Yeah, that's like metal. All of this stuff, Mm -hmm. they have to run the power plants because if the wind stops, (laughs) I'm serious. I know, I know, I know. If the wind stops, Mm -hmm. then all it all gets shut off. They have to run the power plant as a backup to the wind. Same thing with the solar stuff. Which it's running now anyway. And the same thing with the solar stuff. Like solar technology is great for like a radio. Like you've got a radio or you get a little solar charger to charge your phone for hiking. Right. It's great for stuff like that. Right. But you talk about powering cities, (laughs) factories. It's, it's just a no, it's just not going to work. No, not going to work for the environment. It's, it's, it's not going to work for anything, but people are getting rich. Yeah. Off of this stuff. Yes. That's what the deal is. Right. Yeah. Government contracts. Well, good. I was. I never thought this phrase would come out of my mouth. Good for Michael Moore. Good for Michael Moore. Yeah. You should watch it good for on real. Him. What's it's, it called? Uh, Planet of the Humans. Planet of the Humans. I can find it on YouTube. YouTube and Amazon Prime. It's okay. very, oh, very Amazon good. Prime. It's okay. done very well. I recently uh, got the uh, PBS documentary um, thing on Amazon Prime. Mm. Like okay. channel, you know? Yeah. I've been really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun, but that's not my Netflix suggestion of the week. So, but I am going to watch this. Yeah, tell it to me the name one more time. Planet of the Humans. Planet so think of Planet the of the Apes, mm-hmm. except it's Planet of the Humans. That's fantastic. And uh, I think most people feel like they can't even talk about stuff like that. You know what I mean? They just feel like, oh, you can't even, you know, like yeah. mention that this. Well, for stuff is- okay, for me, I immediately texted, I tweeted Michael Moore, mm-hmm. and. Um, I have a couple ideas I'd like to pitch. <laughs> well, because once again, I think we're going to agree on some things. Well, I think he's definitely probably a free speech guy, which is what Bill Maher is a free speech. For well, and see, that's the thing. It's getting clamped down right yeah. now mm-hmm. and it's backfiring on them. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. they're like, wait a second. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. been, they have been. Have you watched that Adam Carolla, Dennis Prager, No Safe no, Spaces? No. I keep on meaning to watch it, but it's just going to make me mad too. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. To me, I'll watch it when I'm already mad one day. So I've been watching a lot of Louder with Crowder and uh, his Change My Mind segments and all this stuff. He interviewed this lady from Germany who was arguing the fact that free speech is bad, mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be able to say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absurd to it think. It is absurd. And she's living in America. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is absurd. Free it speech. Absurd. You should be able to say whatever you want. Mm hmm. Now, no matter how wrong it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Free speech. 100%. Free speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded place. Yeah, you know, stuff, obviously. Stuff like that. There's some things like that. Uh-huh. Dangerous yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And But as far as like ideology, opinions, beliefs, racism, yeah. hatred, awful I, things. I, that I, I, I do would... think some things ought to be like medical advice. We're okay. not doctors. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to tell people but to go. But that's not what take... we're talking about. We're talking about like they're suppressing this because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Right. right. And my thing is let the stupid people talk. Because yes. the more they talk, they expose themselves. They expose themselves. That's right. And the the people that are wise, that have some knowledge, let them talk and maybe they'll help some people out. Right. So, Louder and Crowder, real quick before we get off of that, um, YouTube kicked them off. Yeah, he's suing YouTube. Good for like him. Like a real lawsuit. I hope he sues him for a billion dollars. I hope. So. I hope he wins. Yeah. Um, until he's back on YouTube, which I don't know how long that's going to be. He's mm-hmm. on Rumble. Okay. So that's if anybody's looking for his show, he's on Rumble. And good I, know. I, that's my new show. Mm-hmm. I that's my favorite show right now. Yeah, I love it. He's great. Yeah. All right, my Netflix suggestion of the week is found on Netflix. It's called Manhunt: Deadly Games. Now. I've already suggested Manhunt, 
Unabomber. This is a series that they're doing. I think it's originally Discovery Channel that's doing it. Um, but then Netflix picks it up. It's there each each season is ten episodes. So the Unabomber one was great. It starred uh, the guy that plays Vision. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, then the guy, the main guy from Avatar, um, okay. were the two main people yeah. in the Unabomber one. It was really good. Super captivating. Ten episodes long. You find out stuff that you never knew before. It's really good. So this one is Manhunt Deadly Games. Okay. And it starts off first episode with the Atlanta oh. uh, Olympic. Uh, bombing in yeah. uh, in the park there. Yeah. Now, Jason, if I say Richard Jewell, yeah, what do you what do you know? What do you think? What do you what's your opinion of Richard Jewell? Like, if Stella was like, "Hey, I heard the name Richard Jewell. Who is that guy?" He was the guy accused of the bombing. Mm-hmm. Reality, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right. He, he was the guy so, accused of yes, it. Right. Yes. Yes. So he's the one that found it. And yeah. so there's this thing called hero bombing. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Which yeah. is a thing. I mean, people have actually, somebody did it at the uh, uh, Los Angeles Olympics in like 1984. The guy had a couple pipe bombs. He cleared the area. There's a bomb, there's a bomb. They, it goes off. It's like a little local explosion. He saves everybody's life. He's a hero. Yeah. And it's a way to get, you know. And so it follows Richard Jewell, who is obviously, he's like an ex cop security guard. You can tell he's yeah. like, you know, kind of fits the bill. And uh, he sees this bag. Follows protocol, says we need to bring in... Was he on duty? He was on duty. Okay. During the Olympics, there's like a concert happening. Right. And basically, basically because of him, hundreds of people were saved. Like hunt, one, two people died in that explosion. Okay. And uh, many other were injured because it had uh, nails in it, shards that were flying off and hurting people and stuff. Two people died, but hundreds of people undoubtedly would have died because it yeah. was a major bomb, yeah. you know? So... um. So right off the bat, he's the hero. They're congratulating him, all this stuff. But the FBI, uh, they want the FBI in Atlanta, uh, like officials and politicians, Janet Reno. We want, we want to, we want to figure this out. Who did this? Because once we say this is the one that did it, and we've captured him, or you know whatever, then everyone can feel safe again, and they can go back out. And so they find uh, out that, that that Richard Jewell has this kind of weird kind of checkered past where he's been fired from a couple jobs. He fits the bill for a hero cop. He has um, some bomb training and stuff in the past. And they just pin it on him. And then CNN, New York Times, uh, all of these places are saying that Richard Jewell is, you know, that the FBI is looking at him and this is who he is. He's getting all this hatred towards him and stuff. But in reality... and. I'm not giving anything away. You find all of this. Everything I'm telling you, you find out in the first half an hour. Yeah. Um, he's totally innocent. Yeah. And he's just a good guy. Yeah. Maybe a little slow, you know, maybe, you know, but but just a really good guy. And what I feel bad about is because I was in the same, I mean, because when we turned it on and Levi said, well, what's Richard Jewell? Said, I was like, I, he's the guy that was like, I think he, and I said, I was like, I think he planted a bomb yeah. and then said he found it. Like, I still thought that. Years I, later. I didn't. That's why I said accused. He was uh-huh. accused of it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how it played out. So I don't want to give the whole thing away because it's 10 episodes long. Yeah. They do hunt down the real bomber, yeah. you know, and there's that. That's, that's the manhunt aspect of it. It is, Jason, it's really good. And I didn't find it to be like woke at all. Yeah. Like I, I didn't find it to be weird, like left leaning, like they're yeah. trying to push yeah, some yeah. sort of weird liberal thing down our, I mean, it wasn't conservative either, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I just thought it was telling the story really well. And, uh, I was completely, completely, uh, entranced. I mean, I couldn't stop watching it. It was, yeah. it's really good. You know, it's interesting, like the hero bomber stuff. It's similar to, I watch a lot of stuff with the serial killers. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, they are actively trying to help the police. Yeah. Like with tips mm-hmm. or call-ins, yeah. you know, various information. They're mm-hmm. hanging out. They're calling to say, hey, is there an update on this? Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. Yeah. And so, um, or, or um, husband kills wife, mm-hmm. dumps the body, claims that he's he has an alibi, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And he's constantly following up with the cop. Well, he's mm-hmm. killed her. Yeah. And he's con- he's helping. He's proactively mm-hmm. looking for things. And call- is there yeah. an update on this stuff? He's the one that did it. Yeah. Cops know this. Yeah. And if someone's overly interested, then they're like suspect number one. Suspect number one every time. So if I ever find myself in that somewhere, I'm not going to be active at no, all. No, 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 no. I'll ignore it all. You just. <laughs> <laughs> 
good to have a plan. You know, <laughs> I've thought this through. Yeah, no, that's good. I watch mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, and you do watch a lot. I'm, I don't watch a lot of the killer stuff. I too much. There, like if it's like one murder that yeah. they're trying to solve or something, but some of that stuff, like the John Wayne Gacy thing, I watched and, that one. Like I, I, just, I watched I one the other day. This can't. guy killed almost. I mean, confirmed. It's hard because over like a sixty-year period, mm-hmm. like ninety-three people. Mm-hmm. And he had a photographic memory. He was, I think he was a little mentally slow or autistic or something. Like there was mm-hmm. something weird with him. Um, he drew with um, colored pencils sketches of all the women mm-hmm. that he killed. Mm-hmm. And they were like dead on. His mm-hmm. memory was perfect. Mm-hmm. He remembered it all. But it is creepy. But it like watching this stuff, there's something personally, I think it's demonic. Well, yeah. I think I, I think it's beyond the human well, that's capacity what, to do in this, because um, they're trying to figure out, like, why is this guy, because there's other bombing things going on and stuff yeah. like that, and um, and uh, this guy who works for the ATF, he's my favorite character on the show, he tells this little parable about a snake, and uh, that this guy, you know, it was like, he thought it was like a pet, and he, whatever, and then it reached around and bit him, you know, and, yeah. and, and he goes, you know, why did it do it? And he goes, because it's its nature. Yeah. That's just what it is. Right. And he said, evil people... They're just evil, you yeah. know. Some people do things because they have a specific um, reason, you know. Yeah. There's motive or whatever, right, right, you know. Right. I mean, there's and that's evil too. But some people are just evil just to be evil. They yes. don't need any reason. There's right. no, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I, I really do find it interesting. Do you have more to talk about the? I mean, just thing? that it was really good. I don't want to yeah. give too much of it away, but you should definitely watch yeah, it. Everybody I, should watch I, I it. Will. It's super good. Um. I find I find this thought interesting. Like, what separates a bad person from an evil person? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think there's a line there. There is pure evil, mm-hmm. where these guys are like, you see some of the, or you know, hear or see some of the stuff that they do over mm-hmm. a long period of time, mm-hmm. um, usually against people who can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women, children, elderly people, mm-hmm. people with special needs. I mean, these are the people that need the most help. Mm-hmm. in society mm-hmm. and they're being victimized by the, that's just pure evil yes they have no defense mm-hmm. now versus someone who you know who's bad who like you know go home and you know beats his family you know gets drunk and does some stupid things it's like to me it's like okay that guy's bad mm-hmm. he's not making good choices but yeah. that's not evil sure there's a line there sure. and there's that's like tough a, like a wickedness like a yeah like a well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It just depends. I mean, this is kind of like a theological discussion because it's like, do you believe in the total depravity of humanity? You know, do you believe that people are essentially good or do you believe that people are essentially bad? You know, um, yeah. humanity, you know, as it is. Um, and then from there, my theory, I guess the way I would think about it is now, um, we're both Christians, so, you know, I take the Bible as, you know, and, and Jesus is my guideline. Like, if you don't have that kind of, like, uh, relationship with God figured out and then the evil taken care of, then I think the way that you get to that evil— Now, some people, I think there's an imbalance in their brain. Yes. There's a chemical thing happening. Um, but some—I then I think other people open themselves up to some sort of demonic thing. And I think that just happens one step at a time. Yeah. I think I think the older you get, the more entrenched and reinforced your beliefs become. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, someone who's like 14, 15, 16, or my kid's age or something like that, they don't know what they believe. Mm-hmm. They think they do, but you sure. don't have a whole lot of life experience. Mm-hmm. You get in your 20s and 30s, you experience a little bit of life. Those uh, thoughts and ideas that you have become reinforced or you change them. And then there's a point where that just intensifies over time. You see very few people at age 40, 50, 60 mm-hmm. change in life. Sure. Most people they're set on a trajectory at a young age mm-hmm. and it advances from there. Yeah. I would say I've said this before, o- older people, like if you go into like a retirement home, yeah, you will find in that place the nicest yes. and the meanest yes. people on the face of the That's earth. That's what I'm saying. It just mm-hmm. intensifies. Mm-hmm. And it starts at a very young age, which is why if you're a young person, mm-hmm. it's it, you have to get on the right track mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It only gets more. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I worked at a, uh, a retirement home. Uh, I was doing drywall there. I wasn't working yeah, yeah. with the patients. And uh, I had to do, there was all of these uh, 
there was a roof leak situation, so the ceiling had all of this patchwork that needed to be done in the dementia ward. Uh, so I'm going, I'm yeah. in the dementia ward, and they, they, you know, I have to go through like two doors, security checkpoint just to get in. It's like very, you know, and um, I, uh, I went when they let me in. They're like, "There's a guy here. It's Mr. Smith or whatever. Yeah. Um, he is gonna." F- try to use you to get out of here yeah. like you just need to know and he's very good like you need to know that you know yeah and uh, he would come by about every 15 to 30 minutes and would say something that was like like if they hadn't warned me they got to go he'd walk up he's like um what's the what's the fastest way to get to the parking lot from here like what's the is that is that door better or is that door better you know or like and he walked by what uh, what way did you come in did you you know what i mean and yeah. and like just the kind of like he was so like he almost got me even as it was yeah and while i was there he somehow he got out once and the alarm started going off oh, like wow. oh no charles you know <laughs> and so uh yeah chuck chuck yeah it was chuck and uh, yeah, I mean, the guy was, they're like, he's, it was super nice guy. He yeah. was just always looking for a way to get out, which yeah. is kind of hard to blame him, but he would forget that he talked to you, you yeah. know? And so 30 minutes later, he'd come back and say something kind of similar, but not exactly. I think I would enjoy working in a place like that. I think you do well in that environment. I really do. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to like change diapers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do medical stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk to these just guys. Just hang out with the guys. If I could hang out with those mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. if that was my job, mm-hmm. I would do that 10 hours a day every day. Sure. Mm-hmm. Drink coffee, hang out, talk about the easiest way to get out of the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, play some checkers. Sure, yeah. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> I would do that for fun. Uh huh. I like that idea. I kind of like the idea of like moving into an old person's home, like when I'm old, like not. Oh, now. you like that, that idea? The, th- the thought of moving into like yeah. a retirement home is. Now, not I a- probably wouldn't do it when I'm married, not by choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to mention, like she couldn't. Yeah, watch me, and mm-hmm. they force me in there. That's one sure. thing. But uh, when my wife dies, if I outlive her, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, okay, let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's, come on, man! Like I'll sit in the lobby and watch Lawrence Welk, yeah, and eat butterscotch things, <laughs> butterscotch hard candies. Yeah, it's not it's not the worst life. Do you remember those lemon? They weren't lemon heads. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're, they had like a powdered sugar mm-hmm. coating. Yeah. No, I know what but you're talking about. But then they were about. like sticky, and you couldn't really chew them. It was I like think, a lemon drop. Yeah, it's, it was a lemon drop. I like those. I like a lemon drop. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> a lemon drop. Old people candy is underrated. Old people candy, most of it is underrated. Some of it is appropriately rated, like black licorice. You know, um, I, listen, I, I'm not a hater of black licorice. Yeah. Now, is that my go-to? Mm-hmm. No, what I if, don't choose black. What if you bought the root beer barrel? <sighs> Stella, have you ever had that? You like them? Yeah. Ah, she's an old soul. She is. Mm-hmm. I, I knew she would. Um, yeah, I kind of like them too. I don't like the root. I love. I like a root beer. I'm a They're fan different. of root beer. Now, what my my least favorite candy flavor? Mm-hmm. Banana. Yeah, it, it's never right. It never tastes like banana. I like a real banana. I don't even like a real banana. I don't like banana flavored things. Banana candy. I'm not a banana guy. Oh, yeah, I hate banana it. candy's awful. Awful. Horror. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh-uh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, what else you got, Jason? What are we moving to next? We could. We, we were going to talk about the fact that Stella started her first job. What was your yeah. first job? So age 14. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, job, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, it advanced from this point. So there was a guy that owned a greenhouse, mm-hmm. an industrial greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And um, he would have his yard mowed once a week, but he wanted it raked. Yeah. Now, at the time, I don't, and still, I don't know. They sell equipment that will pick that stuff up, or you can vacuum it or yeah. bag it like, as you why go. Did he do he that? never did that. Yeah. He wanted it raked. Yeah. So I think you and I both. Oh, yeah. I did remember that. being out there. So I was age 14. You were like 12 or 13. Just in this giant yard raking grass. Huge. It had to be two degrees. or three acres yeah. of just raking grass. In hindsight, we should have just bought a big leaf blower. Yeah. And then just taking the profit after that. Like, that's what we would do now. Oh. We'd be like, take our first, you know, break it the first couple of times until you can get enough money yeah. to have a leaf blower. Like one of those big push ones. Yeah. And just, you know, and then we're going to be done a with it in sweeper. 30 minutes. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it was some sort of like, I don't know, 
just to get us out of the house to do something. Yeah. It was probably like dad probably told them like, like it doesn't matter what they do. They just need to get out of the house. They need to do something. He probably didn't even want the grass raked. He's like, I don't really want the grass raked. (laughs) Like it's good for the yard to keep the grass yeah. clippings there, mm-hmm. but if they got to do something, yeah, we'll just, just, have just do something. the yard. How much do we pay him? Like, what? How much should we get paid for that? Like, like ten bucks each. Yeah, for like it was like twenty dollars for the two of us. For the two of us, and four or five like, hours. Yes, uh huh. It was yeah. awful. It was awful. Yeah. So and and so that transitioned to working at the greenhouse, which was not uh-huh, a whole lot better, depending on what job you. And when you when you're entry level into that greenhouse. They now, say crap rolls downhill. Now, let, let, let me say this, though. Mm-hmm. I think most people, when they picture greenhouse, they picture this, like, little tiny glass house oh, sure. with, like, six plants. Yeah. And this is, like, industrial greenhouse. This is mini greenhouse. Thousands and thousands of poinsettias mm-hmm. for Christmas and thousands yeah. and thousands of geraniums for the spring. Yeah. I mean, it was a massive operation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the people there, the workers, were female. Yeah. And there was four or five guys. Mm-hmm. We were two of the five. Yeah. And and young. And young. Yeah. Meaning we had to do all the hard, heavy lifting. The worst, I think the worst job at the greenhouse was hanging shade cloth. Yeah. Right? I about died. So every season, for different reasons, in the greenhouse, you want shade on some things, and sometimes you don't want shade on them. Yeah. And so there was these big kind of like tarp kind of uh, material things. They were heavy, and they were It was like black. a net, like a real dense net. Yeah, like a dense plastic net kind yeah. of a thing. And uh, they were pretty heavy, and they were black. Yeah. And uh, we would have to, just with like bungees and stuff, like hang them um, on the like the the frame of the greenhouse. Right, with poles, we'd push them down. Yeah, uh-huh. But you had to climb up there and do stuff, and it you had to wear gloves when you were up there because a greenhouse is hot. But you know what's hotter than a greenhouse? The beams at the top. <laughs> yes, the, the top of the greenhouse. Yeah. If it's 100 degrees down there, it's 200 degrees up there. So, and so you have to wear gloves because like, if you touch the metal, you would hear it like tss, yeah, sizzle. Yeah. It was hot. 160, 170 degrees. Crazy. It had to have been, mm-hmm. right? And, they, and we would just hang... That would be our job for the day. Hang shade cloth in this entire greenhouse. And... At that moment, mm-hmm. I realized this is stupid. Yeah. There's a better way to do this. Yeah. Because it's literally taking all day. Mm-hmm. Let me just climb up there. Yeah. And I'll walk down the beam instead yeah. of like pushing it down yeah. the whole way. And it I'll was. Just walk down the it beam. It was faster. So it was faster for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. We got half the job done. It was great. Then mm-hmm. I'm dripping with sweat. Just drenched. Yeah. I, it's 160 mm-hmm. degrees at the top of the greenhouse, mm-hmm. dripping with sweat. Yeah. And I think the beam I was walking on was it was only like that wide. <laughs> but I was like sixteen at the time. Sure. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I can do this. You'll never die. So I think all this is wet. It's the bottom of my shoes are wet. The beam's wet from all the sweat. <laughs> and I slipped. You did slip. And mm-hmm. I went 15, 20 feet up in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fall down. I hit my side on the beam. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which hurt a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then I start falling backwards See? and I caught myself on the beam. <laughs> On a sizzling hot beam, and with I'm my like hands. looking for a ladder. I'm yelling, "Dad, Dad, get a ladder!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Finally, I find yeah. a ladder. Run over there, and your hands are like beet red, yeah. blistering, uh, blisters right yeah. at the. Mm-hmm. Oh. That job was miserable, and you were such a jerk because I mean, you're still a jerk. I, I want to, you know, I want to clarify. <laughs> Give credit to where credit you, is due. Uh, yeah, if we talk about depravity of humanity, do people change? Do they get better? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Uh, we didn't have cell phones. No. We didn't have watches. It was a greenhouse. <laughs> and there was a place you could go to use the restroom yeah. that also had a drinking fountain. Yeah. And that place had a clock. Yeah. That was where the clock was. So whenever every hour or two that you went to the restroom, you yeah. checked to see what time it is. Right. And you know, some days are going by like, man, go time's going by really fast today. And some days at work, times go time goes by really slow. Right. And uh I was so gullible. <laughs> That every single time you got me, you you go. I am going to the restroom. All right, Tay, tell me what time it is. And you come back. You'd be like, uh, "It's it's four thirty, and we get off at 5. I was like, "Are you serious, man? This day is flying by. That's awesome. All right, man, let's keep going." And then about a half an hour we go by, yeah. and I'll be like, "We're probably it's got to be five now, right? Like we're probably about done." You're like, "No, nah, I lied. It's only three o'clock right now." <laughs> and I cannot like at that point. I wanted to climb up and jump off. You know what I mean? Like. It's one thing when you know it's three o'clock, yeah. but when you think it's five and then all of a sudden yeah. you find out you have two more hours of this work to do. Right. In the heat of the day. Yeah. Those were some good times. I remember I, when I worked at the greenhouse, they had me scrubbing the, um, 
tables. The tables. Yeah. And so there's this solution. So the tables are 60, 70 feet long, about five or six feet wide. Maybe eight feet wide. Maybe eight feet wide. Yeah. And there's a plastic. And so everyone's trying to scrub them. And there's this chemical compound. And whatever it was was so dense that it was like literally like a half a cup for like five gallons. It was like gel, like a thick it gel. It was like a gel. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I was, I was, um, I was pouring it, and because I'm a genius, um, I really wanted to get it right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so I got the thing, and I'm like, I like got it right by me, and I'm just making sure I pour it just right. You know what I mean? Because I want to hit that mark, and uh, and then I slipped because it was like full or something, and then it, and then a glob of it came out and went, I mean, directly into my eyeball, just like just straight. And this is this super powered gel yeah. stuff. That kills everything. Everything. It, it, it's meant to go on the bench to kill mm-hmm. algae and anything yeah. that's living, it mm-hmm. sterilizes the bench. So I scream, I drop everything, yeah. and I run to my manager, and he takes me to the eye washing station, which is a miserable operation, yeah. which you just stick your eyes like that, <laughs> like wide open, and then water is just rushing into it. Yeah. And I have to sit there for like 15 minutes like that, and then he takes me to Delaware Hospital, the hospital yeah. in Delaware, at which point they take this thing that's got a there's like this tank that's got a saline solution and there's a little tube running out of it and at the end of the tube is like a suction cup uh-huh. and that suction cup goes in your eye like a um like a, a uh what's the one i'm looking for when you don't wear glasses but you wear contact contact yeah it goes in your eye the suction cup goes in your eye like a contact lens and so you've got this thing in your eye with a tube coming out of it and then they press a button and then water just gets forced the saline uh, solution like flushes it and, out and it's just pouring down your face you know it was just yeah. flushing your eye out it was is as bad as it sounds that's how bad it was it was awful yeah so i can still see now i'm remembering that i went to the eye doctor because i see floaties so i'm wondering now i see know, floaties too and i didn't get okay well, so like I last still, quick story because we're out of time we are out of time i about chopped off my finger turn off the, turn so off the music. Stella, can you see that right there on the camera can you see what it button turns on the music huh right there Big old scar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got my finger stuck in a machine. Big conveyor belt. I remember that. It didn't stop. It was a. Uh, it was the the planter. Potting machine. The potting machine. Yeah. I was changing yeah. out the soil. Mm-hmm. Caught the front end of the I bucket. I do remember that. That was it a, in. Boy, I think I was there when that happened. No, I was alone in the room. Okay. And I hit the emergency stop. I pulled it out. My hand is split open. Blood everywhere. You could see oh. everything. Muscle, bone, the whole thing. Mm. And I was so worried. Mm-hmm. Our dad was the manager. Yeah. I was so worried that I was going to get in trouble. Yeah. That was your first concern. Not am I going to lose my finger. Yeah. But dad's going to dad's going to kill me. He's going to break all my other fingers. Yeah. So yeah. I went to the bathroom, wash it up. Mm-hmm. I put a paper towel around it and then duct tape around the paper towel. Mm-hmm. I went back to work. Yeah. Dad comes in like an hour later. He sees my hand all bundled up in blood and all this other stuff. He goes, what'd you do? <laughs> I told him. Yeah. He goes, is it bad? Because we'll we'll talk about it when we get home. <laughs> so when we got home, we cut it open and looked at it, and Mom was furious. Yeah, well, furious. You should have taken care of that. Went to the um, ER urgent care. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. and um, they had to glue it because it was ripped. There was no stitching to be done. Yeah, yeah. So they put a whole glue patch on my finger, and it was bad. It really was bad. Yeah. No, I remember. I lost my hand that day. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. All right. So Stella. Anything less than that, you'll I mean, be fine. Honestly, as long as you don't stick your head in the oven, you'll be okay. So, all right, this is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Sit, boo, sit. Good dog. I have spoken.